0: I win. Hold my place like cast time, won't break, won't bend. Stop them in selling all black comodo bag. Louis B Drake, Dover Starch, Ballman Pan. Use the
1: rotten camo. Welcome to episode sixty-three of the first rounder. Nobody fucks with you. It's your boy B. Willingham, aka Ricky Fontaine. Pretty Ricky is what they call me. <laughs>
2: Old school, bringing it back, man. What they do my people's King Leon here, a.k.a. Ronaldo Leon. Yo, We at 63, man. That's old man status, right? Ah, uh, yes. I... Hey, let's go. What's up, y'all?
0: Good, everybody. This is your boy, The Real Reggie, a.k.a. Young Clifton. Just glad to be
1: back for, uh, for another episode of The First Rounders. Hello, everyone. This is Corporal Rivers checking in from the good old White Sands of New Mexico. We're going to have a good show this evening. Let's get it popping. What well, we yeah. got, Mr. Willingham? Yeah, yeah, we got a good show, man. Um, I'm going to talk first about these um these conference finals highlights right quick. Uh, I'm going to give everybody a heads up right now. The Eastern Conference Final, that's an interesting series. They're tied at two games apiece. Um. Yes, Deuce. Is, yeah, Miami is up thirty-six to thirty in the second in the second quarter, and I think this game is going to go up to going to go to seven games. And I see Tyler Heroes now playing, but I think that's going to be a that's going to be a that's a real good series. Uh, anybody can win that series, but so.
0: y'all well, man! I, I honestly, mm-hmm. man, I told y'all, man, I think this is going to turn out. Turn out to be who's going to stay the healthiest, man. <laughs> Cause so it seems like, you know, big players, every game is hurt. And it's it's been based on, you know, who can say healthy and all of that, man. And if also, you know, besides, you know, the first game and now what we've seen so far, you know, in the first half, man, they've been blowouts. They've been oh, yeah. some absolute, you know, some of the worst games. Hell, I'm hell, man, I, I'm going to – I didn't even get a get a chance to see the Thor Love and Thunder trailer on first on first you know look, cause of the fact that you know how slow game how slow game four was. So I'm no, it's so, it's so it's it's so,
2: <laughs> it's so um it's so um seesaw you know what I mean up and down, bro. Like one game one team is looking like they're gonna just take it for the rest of the series, and the other game the other the other team is gonna take it. Like you know it's just so back and forth with it. Like I said, Reggie, whoever the healthiest man. So, I mean, I'm still going to try to run with the with the heat, but just you know, saying you just don't know with these players being out, and and, you know, bad timing, you never know what happens.
1: Oh yeah, I totally agree. You never know. You never know. Um, yeah, I mean, this one's this one's tied two two, man. So it can go it can go either way, man. We're just gonna see who who gets this win this evening, and then it'll it can go whichever way it wants to go. But you know, it's definitely gonna be who's the healthier healthier team with their star players being healthy, um, and then uh, it's just gonna be who wants some more uh, between you know between them lines, man, on the court. Who wants to? we gonna leave it all out on the court. And you know, who's gonna be the healthiest? Cuz shoot the Warriors could be resting right now, but they gotta play another game. So uh, yeah. yeah, yeah, they 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 messed up their rest yesterday. Yeah, bro. but uh, but yeah, the Heat the Heat and Celtics, I, I knew that was gonna be a good series, man. So the boys, the boy, each team is playing their playing, playing with whoever's on the court because the game before this, the boys went back there and got that uh, got that Paul Pierce shot and and, and you know came back out there. Hey oh Captain cap Saberho on the yeah. day. That's, they what, look, that that's game, how they came they? back out there. That that magic shot went back yeah. in the back, got boosted and came back out and did a thing. So <laughs> we're gonna see, man. But who, oof, I just whoever makes it out of the Eastern Conference, man. Hope hopefully they're they will help. Health, they're healthy when they get to the when they get to the finals, man, because ooh, we're going you're gonna have to be healthy when you when you hit that finals for sure. Oh, they're gonna have to, man. Like I said. Yeah, man. Because it's looking like right now it's gonna be the Warriors it's more look it's, you already, already know it's gonna be the Warriors, man. The Warriors should've won last night. So and I think they they'll win it in Golden State tomorrow night. So but yeah.
0: Yeah, I think you know. Again, that's why it's called the gentleman's sweep. That's why it's called the gentleman sweep, guys. I say, you, you know what? You know, man. I said shoot, we need to give these boys a, at least, a, at least a chance. But Stern says, shit, man. at, at, at least it'll five games, like five games
1: out here. Can you, either, can you? This oh, <laughs> it's five I'm games, too many. many. <laughs>
0: It wasn't. Looking, it wasn't. It wasn't looking <laughs> too good last night. How
2: they was ahead about twenty some points, and then they broke it down to eight to, with with the bench players. You know what I'm saying? Just sitting down. That, so I'm like, wait a
0: minute. But you know, but that's how that series has been defined, though, Ronaldo. Because you remember in game in game two, what, Dallas was up what nineteen points at one yeah, point. Man. But that's but that's the thing about when you play the Warriors, when you play the right. Warriors. No right. lead is safe. That is highly, true.
2: highly underestimated them because I, I, surely, I surely did chose the Mavericks to go ahead to the, the Western Conference Finals. But hey, you know, hindsight twenty twenty type of deal. And boys are deadly man, They're looking, they're looking super, super potent right now. Super, super potent. I dare say better than, better than their um. I dare say they're better looking, better than their own um, previous um championship league wins because you got that, oh, that same is. championship yeah. ball. Yeah, they got that same championship base but they got a really good elite-ass young squad behind
1: them playing. So it's and like... I think – and I was about to say, I think the only person that's injured on this is, um, is Jordan Poole, I think. I think he's injured, mm-hmm. but they're having a big injury right now, so them boys are – they fresh. I know Curry was hurt, and I think he hurt and got back to – um, I think he got back to 100%. So, I mean, them boys – and He don't look hurt to me. Yeah.
0: Yeah, I'm all right. Actually, I better, but I tell you one thing though, man. I I, I will give Mavericks a little props, props at least somewhere, man, because even, even even though he he is a little ho, I, I will say that he 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 did muster. I think he did muster, at least he is. There was enough of Luca Doncic left after after Andrew Wiggins absolutely took that man's soul and game in game two.
2: Boy, boy, boy! That was that's an embarrassment crazy. right there. I like, all like, like, right. That's why I knew, like, all right. Uh, two games, yeah. two games, two games, game time, three, time, time Told time. him told three.
1: to move to the side. Told him to move to the side. Push him out the way, and just mm. right. Hey,
0: Y'all, he did it so badly. That was the first time I've ever seen a dude flop in midair. Dude, from the midair, guys, bro.
2: And the, man, and, the, and, the, and the double on top of that is because, and it's Andrew Wiggins. You already know his story. It's like it's not even the main super squad players of the, the Warriors. Like he was looking Duff like a, clay man. was on the
1: side. That man was looking like and, a bust, bro. Like a like a, a couple years like ago. Oh, he was looking like he a bust. A bust. Like bus. But like, if y'all oh, ever, wow. if ever played NBA Jam, and y'all y'all got if you get hot, once you get hot. And you dunk, you blow, you blow mofos away, and they ain't even close. They, they can be within like five yeah. feet, and once you dunk, and you on, if you're on fire, and you dunk, yeah, you blow yeah. mofos it's, it's, away. He's and that's pretty much unstoppable. Yeah, that's yeah, what that was. Williams was on fire. at that breaking just, it down. Goals and Luca and was, and Luca was the closest person. He got mm-hmm. blown away. <laughs> it took the <laughs> soul, like I said, it took the soul.
2: He had a, he had a fight, you know. You remember that movie? You remember at the end of my uh, Rocky Four, when um when uh, Drago beat the shit out of uh Rocky, he won, but he went well. I guess that's the beginning of the Rocky Five. He was in the back room, like man, I can't do this no more. I'm I'm done with this shit. <laughs> like it took his soul away, man. That's what happened. Like they got drugged like Drago and Rocky Four, and you know what I'm saying? He, like went probably went to the backstage, like man, we might hang this up, y'all. It's not it's not looking right. Know. Yeah,
0: y'all know how it's crazy. Yeah, y'all know what's crazy. Because when you see a, a a badass dunk coming, especially when and you see a dude, when I saw Andrew Wiggins jump, I at "Cause you know, dudes normally you know don't, don't be don't be you know cocking cocking back. That dude cocked back from like the free throw free throw line, and you know, and Luca dunked it, and I was like, Luca's gonna regret doing this." We're doing this. This yeah, man, is go, this man is going to be on the poster. He's going to be on memes. They're going to make gifts of this. This is going to go, go down, go down in history. The, what we about to see is going to make history, y'all. And my God, my God, did Andrew Wiggins make history on that boy? Like I said, a, a mid-air flop made a statement.
2: Just yes, a statement, he did. Man. Made a statement. But I will say all oh, this to say say towards this end. If it is gonna be the Warriors going and whoever wins in the East, I really want the finals to be a good, a good final. Like I mean, I don't I don't want the Warriors to sweep it like you know be a four game thing you know, like and let it be. Like I want this to be like a really good game. Like I want to a go back and forth all right, oh, uh, gentlemen. I don't want a gentleman's
1: sweet man, I want yeah. To like like, I, a, at least six, we need at least, yeah. I want, six, yeah, I want, I want some, I want some competition, too. So. We need something to talk about in the podcast, these next, no. next upcoming no, podcast. No, no. so yeah, so we might need something,
2: but, you know what I'm saying? Help us out, Warriors, you know,
1: right. of Ease that, ease back a little bit on that, on that gas, cover. <laughs> right? But, but yeah, like I said, um, I think the final start july 2nd which is next week so mm-hmm. maybe
0: Second. i was about to
1: say july yeah. I'm like, shoot man let's right. not pass june i mean i want to get to july that's i mean my june i is. mean june 2nd yeah, my bad june, i mean that's better. probably when the um right, the, the summer league probably start <clears> around <throat> that time of july my bad but, i mean
0: so i, you I got, definitely you had me messed locations. up really too that's what i meant
1: yeah, i like, meant yeah, to say june Oh look, had, no, I'm like damn.
2: And like,
1: wait a minute, hold on. Did I <laughs> now? Yeah, I mean July is when they had the summer that summer count. Yeah. 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 Maybe some of these on uh, play that's in the summer camp. Maybe they made the um events make the NBA first team. So no. yeah. yeah. yeah but yeah, I was looking at this NBA first team. and I was about to ask what you think about yeah. that. Yeah. So I'm gonna let the people know is Devin Booker, Luka Dutton, Jason Tata, um Greek Freak. I, I can't – I ain't going to try to say his name, but then um, Jokic. And then they did MB dirty. They put him on our oh, NBA second team. They did him dirty, man. I'm sorry. Again, y'all, you all you can
0: have the MVP, not make like the NBA first team, man. So,
1: again. That's crazy. Yeah, that's bad. That's a bad optics right there. And then you they have. have then I'm about to say then they had DeMar DeRozan on
0: in their second team. And I don't know about that either. So, I mean, but they did yeah, have you Well, know, he was having a good he, he was having an MVP caliber year early on, man. But just like again, rest of the Bulls, man, it, it eventually, you know, flame flamed out. You know, he's still actually playing pretty good, you know, down the stretch. It wasn't like he yeah. was complete trash like that. I think the fact that again, he's especially, you know, compared to this is a year in which we, you know, really knew that DeMar DeRozan could, like, go and get busy, like, and get buckets like that, man. So I think a lot of people still shocked about, you know, what happened, you know, with him, so.
2: He should have been, he was supposed to be a Laker, but that's a whole nother story.
1: Yeah, it is a whole another story, but,
2: man. I see it like this, though. Like, um, I don't know, the way, the way the way they be breaking down on all teams, I feel like it should have been more so along the lines of, like, just the best top five players, like, yeah. best players, period. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm saying they got to go with the arm. Um, they got to go with the uh, positions or whatever. Yeah. But, you know what I'm saying? Now you're going to have folks like NB going to play in second fiddle, or, you know what I'm saying, you got you got other players that's going to be on second team, third team. they well, could really should have been on second team instead of third team. And first team, like, yeah. second team, but –
1: I feel like a runner, the runner, the runner-up should always be like on the first team, no matter what position he plays. He should be on the, he should be the first team runner-up. But, yeah. it is what it is. And they actually had, um, they actually had LeBron that third uh, NBA third team, which I, I, mean, LeBron actually did good. I mean, maybe he could have been put up to the second.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, LeBron's going to teach for the scoring title for most of the year. Yep. What, what yeah, at least I wouldn't years.
2: say
0: the second. I would, yeah, I wouldn't say the least second, but... Yeah. I get and it. From, well, what do y'all think about Trent making the third team?
1: Uh, I thought it was fair. I wouldn't... I mean... I wasn't expecting him to be on there. I really wasn't for real. Yeah. I was not expecting him
0: to make that I mean, he, he, he led the league in punch and points and assists. I look, like, yeah, they, oh, they gotta put him somewhere. Yeah.
1: You know what I think about that? Somewhere. You know what I think about that? They need to get him some help. But that's a, that's another, oh. that's another subject. But <laughs> maybe they do something crazy this this summer, but but yeah, right now we're talking about these things right now. But, but yeah, I yeah. And Pascal, wasn't that Pascal Siakam do for Toronto? So, I, I didn't really hear too much about him none this year. So, but,
2: Apparently they did. Yeah. Apparently <laughs> they did. They saw it. And so I'm like, okay. I, mean, that works, I guess that works yeah. for them. So, you know what I'm saying? And he yeah, Joker's being on there doing what he's supposed Patrick to do.
1: Pascal Billy wasn't
2: on <laughs> it, so. But CP3 was. Uh, I, I hope they'll bring back Patrick Beverly just to get a response
1: out of him on that. But. Yeah. Oh, yeah, he'll definitely have a response for not being on any of the teams, for sure. Yeah.
2: going will be the pinhead again.
1: Ah, uh, yeah. Sure. Yeah, definitely. Definitely pin handed up. Ah, uh, yeah, yep. You
2: need that card. Come, Come on, Pat. Come on,
0: Pat.
1: Give us something.
0: You know, I really call Chris Paul a cone, y'all.
1: Yeah, I said I don't get that, man. Yeah. He really had a
2: little um media week, didn't he? Like they gave him these damn shows, you know, say all this crazy stuff. That's
0: why yeah, they, did. Yeah, they, they mean. probably
2: regretting that too.
0: <laughs> yeah. Lord man, that's what I'm talking about, man. But but yeah, man. Speak, speaking of fused and mortal enemies. How many more enemies do y'all think Nick Saban can make, you know, within his coaching lifetime?
1: Well, he made a whole bunch of them probably. <laughs> um, that man, that man. Many, went. many more, yeah. many more. That man went. Yo, Nick
2: Saban went Scarlet Witch some couple
0: weeks. Last week. He went Scarlet Witch mode on everybody. Like, damn, he, he was, was just Nino, a villain now. Okay. Bro, you turned state's evidence, man. That, that man went Nino Brown, bro. He was like... Man, Just the like bigger than me.
2: Just like bigger be
0: big Just, Just like man.
2: that. Like, oh shit. Okay, we going like this now, huh, Nick? Okay.
0: Hold on. The hold on. He, he called Deion Sanders Kareem Akbar in his piece. Dog, exactly what he
2: did. Like it was Kareem Akbar. Like, oh, wait, what? What Deion Sanders? What? Come on, bro. Really, Price,
0: man. <laughs> really. Man,
2: come
0: Akbar. on, bro. Kareem. Ah. Akbar. <laughs> he was the head uh, of, of the of the, of cash money. <laughs> like, oh, wait, <laughs> a Wow. Okay. Nah, but nah, but, but I, I will say this though, man. I mean, I want to frame and frame where Nick made these comments at just to, you know, give our give our listeners a better, you know, idea about what probably went on. He made these comments at an event in Birmingham. I think it says to to celebrate the the 50, 50 days before the World Games comes to Birmingham, Alabama. So, it, it, if you think where he is and, and and where his audience is and and what he's what he's doing, this, this is almost type of a kind of like a booster event, man. You know, some some big money folks there at at that event. And this is the way for, for for Nick to be like, hey, hey man, I I I, I lost one champ, I, I, I lost the championship. I lost the championship last year, yeah. So y'all need to like d- 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 hey, don't hold on to me now. I know I know this is a recession that's coming up soon. I know that we in inflation right now. I know this is inflation right now. Don't go holding out on your boy. Don't hold now. Y'all see what's going on. Y'all see what's going on. Oh yeah. Don't be holding on to your boy. Don't oh. be holding on to your boy. Like I said, man, we, 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 got, we got Jimbo, Texas A&M out here buying all, all the top recruits. Yeah. And, and, and which I'll definitely, you know, I'll also, you know, try to clarify exactly what's going on, you know, with NIL. It isn't, you know, the schools actually officially doing this. These are actually a collective of different, you know, groups and boosters that actually, you know, make up. This collective that actually finds these deals, you know, for you know a lot of these guys, you know, to to get, you know, once they get on campus, man. So that's what folks talk about. So, like a school has, and no, it's actually these collectives that are basically working on the school's behalf to, to actually find, you know, these type of sponsorships for these student athletes. But Nick's pretty much saying, you know, again, since it's is doing this, they have to pay up. <laughs> they have to pay up to these boosters associations, and and Nick was pretty much saying, you know, hey, don't hold on me now. I don't need. I I know y'all are tightening the belt, but donations to the Crimson Tide is not one of the places y'all need to be tightening your belts at. That, 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 that's pretty much that's pretty much a rallying call. Basically. And of course, yeah, it's pretty much a rallying call. And, and and yes, I will agree with Jimbo that Nick is hurt because don't forget. Nick not only lost to him, but he lost to Kirby. So this is the first time that not only did Nick lose to his first assistant this year, he lost to two assistants this year. And again, yeah. he, he didn't win a national championship. So, you know, in Bama shit shit, shit shit might as well be a burning house because they did not lose the championship this year, man. So, so you got yeah. you got so panicky. Again, you got the friends of the program probably asking Nick, oh, what's, what's wrong, coach? What's wrong, coach? Why don't we have? Why don't we have ring by now? You're losing the coach, so Nick Nick feels a certain way right now. Nick feels a but, certain way, like I said, he, he he definitely got his, you know, he got his feelings hurt.
1: He got so Alabama fans That's what that ego. is.
0: Of course, of course they are, no doubt about Nixon. it. So 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 Nick's hurt, and and, and 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 again, Nick just had a moment, you know, where he he basically, yep, he's, he's he he has an ego, and like I said, and, and when dudes who are hurt. And they get their egos bruised, and they got the and they get their power threatened. They lash out. Oh yeah, definitely, definitely lashed out and 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 and, and did Jimbo, and, and it the Jimbo give it back. To him? Man, Jimbo's, yes, like, he did. I I know where all the skeletons buried at. He was like, I know, I know how you built you, you know how you built the program. Don't come after me, dude. <laughs> <laughs> don't don't be don't be trying to tell these fine folk that you do it the right way.
1: This man said, he "Don't want, he want they don't want that smoke?"
0: <laughs> bro, <laughs> when you,
1: bro, when you got people, when you got players coming from the other side of the country to play for Alabama, that means you you did something. Now, I'm not saying it's elite it was illegal, but you did uh, something to get the to get the kid to come there. Yeah, You, you did something to. Have his parents or whoever his guardian is to be like, okay, yeah, you can go across the country and and play football in Alabama. I don't even see why people want to come to man. Tuscaloosa. Come on, man. But the you thing know, is, I'm, I'm mad that he called out people. I'm, I'm mad that he called out people. I'm mad that he called names. I'm mad that he called Say out marriage. programs because the program has been balling. Bro, your program has been balling for the last like decade, man. Your your program has been going up and up and up. It's up at Alabama, man. Any everybody wants to come to Alabama. Shoot, it, it was times where y'all had good, y'all had great players. Y'all had five star, four star recruits coming to Alabama when doggone they was gonna be on the practice squad. Like that's what it that's what it came up to that it was so many people in the stable already that they hadn't got a chance to play because y'all had great players every year that Alabama was just, it was just stopped. They were stopped, man. It was like, okay, yeah, these guys going to the draft. Okay. But we got this five-star and four-star recruit coming up next. Like, or they got to play when they started beating down teams in the game They'll put them guys in just to get some playing time, but they'll still beat down the other teams like second string. Like it it was crazy, man. It was crazy when, when, I mean, I'm not saying Alabama's lost anything, but I'm just saying like when they were going back to back to back and all that, man, they was killing folks, man. They was running the SEC. But when you start calling out teams and coaches, bro, Bro, you and Deion Sanders do Aflac commercials together, man. Like, come on, bro. Why would you? Why would you even do such, man? This man went to an HBCU. Deion not, is, is it's, FCS. It's an FCS game. Yeah, you were telling that about like FCS school, the, bro. It's not even like he's going to play y'all at any time, and y'all together on a commercial, making money together on a commercial, and you call out this man just because he got. The top recruit in the country, or the sec, or the second to top recruit in the country, just because he, but he wasn't even trying to go to your school though. He was trying to go to Florida State, and he went to Jackson State. So, bro, both of them conferences, not even, not even with you, man. not like he, you took, he took him away from Florida, or took him away from LSU, or took him away from Georgia. He took him away from Florida State. And Florida State still is is, is on freebie. Well, you, you don't know why
0: Nick. You don't know why Nick is still salty about that. Cause Nick was trying to get in touch with the with touch with the boy. Even back when he was committed to Florida State, Travis Hunter never took Nick's calls when he was being recruited.
1: When, when, well, you know, when he was committed to Florida well, State, Nick. That's Nick. Nick, Nick you know he's not going to get all, all the top recruits, man. He should. He should know such thing, man. With the NIL deals that's going on now, he should know that these guys going to go somewhere else where they feel appreciated. And not where they're gonna be freaking second and third string and they're a top, top, you know, top 10, top five recruit. That they, if, if they're a top five recruit, they want to go somewhere and play and, and get a and at least get a chance to play. You go to Alabama, you never know. You might just be get a chance to play on a practice squad and in the spring game, and then that's it for you, unless that's somebody gets injured. So, bro, Nick, Nick, Nick. I mean, yes, Nick Nick is a great college coach, but he he messed up on that part, dog. Don't don't call up, don't call it nobody just because you didn't Basically, get the recruit. Yeah, he, he messed up on that part, and that's all I can say. And, and here's the thing, though. Here's the thing, though. T.
0: Not only that, man, and of course, like everybody else, and and and, and y'all gonna see this too, good listeners. After some shit gets said, almost immediately, the person. Again, they said it was the whole chest because if you actually hear what Nick said, Nick said all of this again. He dropped names, he dropped program names with just whole chest. And then immediately, the on XM Satellite Radio said, oh, I'm sorry, my intent wasn't to drop names, but you know, I dropped names anyway.
1: All right, they're looking I'm like trying like... to
0: drop names, guys.
1: All right, they're about to, I, I, they're six 6'9 and stuff, man. You know, <laughs>
2: Um, no, it's just—it's just showing that. It's just showing this chinking armor, man. You can't be mighty forever, though. It's just gonna happen. That is yeah? true, pretty like, much. You can't be at the top like that no more, like that. It's gone. And yeah. you know, it hurts. It hurts when you see. It hurts when you see, you know, a spoiled type of person, not get what they want, and then here we go, trying to make up excuses and not not blaming the other person. Those are all typical um, characteristics of a spoiled brat. So you know.
0: The it, funny thing is, yeah, yeah. Yes, Texas A&M had the top recruiting class last recruiting cycle. Guess you got number two, guys? Guess who was number two? Alabama or Georgia? Alabama.
2: So uh, <laughs> you're not happy? Come on, bro. Come on, man. Like, damn. Like, you know I understand two ain't one, but still, you know what I'm saying? How many other years have you been in that, in that you know, what I'm saying? in that position? So it's like, come on, humble yourself a little bit. And it, mm-hmm. it, it it might get worse than it is better, um, Nick. So you might want to go ahead and take some of that humble pie right now and, and enjoy that taste.
1: Because so <laughs> right. NIL
2: stuff is going to start changing things. Oh like, yeah, got Jackson State going ahead and switching it up to USC. I'm
1: hearing it about the go Oh, USC already had money, bro. You know, they got, so you know what they, they, saying? they got that. They got USC got Reggie Bush money. So,
0: <laughs> it's it's, it's,
2: a, it's really open field now.
0: It's open field now. Honestly, honestly, my guys, what's going to happen. What's going to happen now is that you know it's going to what Nick is going to do is the same thing he did when he bitched and complained about the spread offense. Guess you know when he called when when he called it not real football, and when he made and when he, you know kept talking about the fact that you know when Hugh Freeze was beating his ass two years in a row, and he complained about you know RPOs and the spread offense. Guess what he did? He got Lane Kiffin. He started running the spread offense. That's what Nick is gonna do, man. He's, they're just gonna re up, man, and they're gonna ch- they're gonna change the NIL game too, man. We, we 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 know this. We know this, man. <laughs> like I said, man, Nick was telling everybody at that Birmingham event. I know that y'all have to tighten the belts, but don't tighten the belts on your boy. And and no, Alabama fans they won't. So that's just Nick remi- reminding him of that.
1: Ah, uh, yes. But you know, football is like a man, football is like a religion in Alabama. There's not only football's religion in Texas when it's in Alabama too. And then the Chris Todd won some titles too. So you know, you can't tell them nothing. You know, Saban's probably ended up in the in the um in the hot seat just because he didn't win a championship this, this coming year this past year. But it's wrong, yeah. But we should know, but you should, we should know, man, with um uh, even though with Jimbo Fisher, man, you know he ain't gonna text him and Texas A and they ain't gonna do shit in a way. So I mean, I don't even know why he's why he's mad about it. But uh,
0: like hey, 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 B. A and M might be dropping bags again, like it was, like it's the 1980s. But unfortunately, Jimbo still <laughs> runs the offense. Jimbo still uh, yeah. runs the offense like it's the 1980s. So. So again, right. again, like I said, it, it all it all evens
2: out. It all evens out. So yeah, yeah man. Uh, so yes. Nick, not never need to be crying too far, man. It's gonna, it's gonna get back to balance of power eventually. So you just need to chill out, relax. But, oh man, yeah, it definitely enough. do. Get some
1: shine. Yeah, Ooh. but speaking of chilling out, man. Um, uh, we just it's like the coming up on the one, the um. Like the quarter, the quarter mark season of the MLB, man. Um, what y'all thoughts of it so far? Do y'all think the Braves, a uh, Braves fan, they should start panicking? Which y'all input on it? Not really, but uh, they
0: should be
1: disappointed.
2: Go ahead, Ronaldo. Nah, I'm, my bad, Reggie. I was just saying, I don't want to say panic mode, but they should be disappointed in what they're doing so far. Yeah. Just you know, what I'm saying just kind of you know, like get, just just kind of do some sense on vibes. There were some tweets or something to kind of get that motivation back up.
0: No, right. I was about to say I, I agree with you. I definitely agree with you now, man. Like I said, no, 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 the season is over. But like I said, we're a little over a quarter of the way through. And again, one of the one of the big lamb, or at least you know, one of the big you know halfway points, or one of the big you know checkpoints. And the season is Memorial Day because you know, after Memorial Day, it, it, it's about you know what another six or seven weeks before the All Star game. So this is where you know you have to really just take inventory and inventory yep. right now says that says that you know the hits are low, oh, yes. a, ain't nobody
1: hitting. Oh yeah, the, about- the inventory says that there's a whole bunch of strikeouts, but you talking yeah. about you talking about the, hey. the All Star game that nobody that cares about.
0: Yep, yeah. that's the one. Okay. Okay. All, All right. right. Yeah, (laughs) but but also get all star breaks, man. You want to know, man? Like, there's certain waypoints in the season, man. And and already brought that up because it's a waypoint. So, yep. Yeah, but that's the thing about it, man. The 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 bats haven't been hitting. The rotation and the bullpen has been extremely shaky at times. I mean, it's 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 one thing, you know, where you have to, you know, seriously, just you know, be concerned right now because again, this is still a championship winning team that again has on paper the, the firepower should be should be a whole lot better than, than what we're seeing now guys. Oh I yeah mean, mm-hmm. I
2: agree
0: firepower should be better. I mean we, we we can't go stretches you know where of course with, with the Braves and, and the fact that you know they try to get contact every time you're gonna have games where you get like you know eight eight or nine strikeouts but you, you can live with that. You can have games where you like going 14 15, you know, 16 strikeouts, man. Not, not with this lineup. Not with this lineup. And like I said, I see Snick, you know, trying to make some things happen. I think, you know, getting Matt Olson, you know, the bat down the order, I think was probably, was probably good. And we, we, we need Acuna to hopefully, you know, stay healthy enough to make an impact. Well, you know, when my, that my, my boy's in, when he's in, man, Acuna is an impact player. And we need to start talking about this man being the best overall player in baseball. We need to talk more about that, man. Like I said, that that man does some ridiculous stuff. Dude would have won MVP if he didn't.
1: He would have won MVP if he didn't blew his knee out last year. But, mm.
0: I mean. Yeah. That's the thing, though. But I I did hear something interesting on, on the way to work, you know, listening, you know, to Dukes and Bell. And the fact that the Braves actually have the exact same record this year as they did, you know, a year ago, they're 20 and 23. It's almost it's almost mind blowing. So again, maybe there's a chance. And I know that you told me that, that, that you that you're still not a believer of the Mets, which again, I definitely don't blame you, B. But the truth is the Mets are still nine nine games ahead of us, and the two yeah. best pictures, two best pitchers haven't even played yet. So yeah. Like I said, man. my man, my man. But I mean, hey, man, the, yeah. hey, the Mets do some money. Hey, the, the the Mets do some money out there, man. They better begin to return on investment. They been too much money to be to, to be, you know, to keep being jokes the way that they've been, you know. But hey, but 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 like I said, if the Mets want to decide to met anytime soon, I, I'm here for it.
1: Oh yeah, I'm
0: here for it, y'all.
1: cause they started off strong last year and they collapsed. In the end. So I mean I got to see it to believe it. I mean I see the the, the Dodgers I mean, they're the, the Dodgers got a good record in the Yankees do too. But like I said, let's see if they can continue that throughout the the whole season. So I mean that's why I'm saying yeah. like the Braves, they I think right now they should they'll be all right. You know what I mean it's it's kind of concerned that they're not that they're like under 500 but I think they'll I don't know, I think they'll be all right. Uh, hopefully they do but they like do I
0: too, said man. they also need to get better better defensively, man. They've been making right. some stupid they've been making some stupid, you know, little stuff that you don't even do in little league type errors and oh. games, man. It's like the, the the just carelessness that they've been playing they've been playing in the outfield, man. I mean
1: folks need to get folks need to get it together out here, bro. Oh yeah. But at least the Braves won a championship last year. That's all I that's all I like to say. But if they didn't win a championship that would have that'd be very, very concerning. So but.
2: but like you said, already like this is the same it's the same record it was this year. I mean last year they are this year. Always wait after the all-star break that we assess. That's when the all um, heavy hitters come in to play. We get a little bit better off of it. So Still, yeah. you know, still a little bit, you know, still a little bit in between time to see what's going on. But I mean, the the big boys are showing out right now as they're supposed to. So you know, saying Yankees, you know, saying Astros, the Dodgers, everybody's showing out like they're supposed to. So you know, it's it's a typical showing right now. But once they once they, after the All Star break, see what's going to what happen, see what we're going to do when the moves are made. That's when the real real deal start playing.
1: Yes, yes, but like I said, yeah, I guess it's talking about the. And we talk about like the quarter of the season as um it's been played. I'm like, yeah, we'll be there. praise they all right. They'll be all right. You know, they'll have a little, they'll have a little spurt back. Like probably like in the around July, August sometimes. But they'll be all right.
0: Well, so again, yeah. again the, the the way they won last night with that walk off, man. Hopefully that'll be able to you know spur them, spur them as well, man. We, we definitely need. Yeah, I mean, like, like I said, like I said, Southern East Shet, man, like f- folks definitely need to get, get their, you know, get their groove back at, especially at bats, man. Like I said, that's the thing that, again, I probably might be the, you know, the most surprising. The fact that, man, when 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 Marcel well, zuna ain't giving you nothing, bro, it's like,
1: ooh, huh. rough times out here. That's crazy. And they played the Phillies. They played in the Phillies, right? Yep. Yeah. In fact, they, they got the same record as the Phillies. Oh, really? That dude Bryce yeah. Harper still plays for them, don't they? Yes, he does. Guys, I don't know. I never met to dude, but that dude seems like he's an a-hole. And he's just a straight-up a-hole, probably. Yeah, you're probably
0: right about that, man. I don't, <laughs> I don't know,
1: know why. But, remember, remember when Bryce
0: Harper was a thing?
1: Man, yeah.
0: that's hype. That's hype,
1: bro. That's <laughs> hype for him. He man. I never liked him. Especially when it was in Nats. I used to hate the Nats. Because they thought they was their truth too. They did. They
2: did.
1: But yeah. All right, let's talk about the next topic. Um, the NFL owner meetings and uh, possible Pro Bowl changes, man. Um I'm gonna say this right pro bowl man. Who gives a shit about the, the NFL Pro Bowl? Let's be let's put it a hey, man, let's put it on the on the, let's put it on the cable network that no one gives a damn about. Let's put it on QVC. Damn. <laughs> that's a good, yeah, that's a good choice
2: right there. I like
0: that. What? QVC might be the spot. <laughs> hey guys, you know what's funny though? Well, we we actually had this conversation like sh- shortly, shortly, you know, after the Super Bowl was over. Y'all remember this?
1: Oh, yeah, we yeah. did say something about that. Yeah.
0: That's what makes this funny. That's so what makes I gave this funny. No
2: fuck about that game. I, I, I totally forgot that game was on. They were showing it. I ain't know there was highlights. I'm like, what? Is it what? Who's playing? Huh? <laughs> like, it makes no sense for them to even continue with that monstrosity that it's the Pro Bowl game. Like, come on, bro. Y'all not playing. <laughs> it's not going to
1: happen. Yeah, they should just keep the, the Pro Bowl on, on Madden 23. Just let, or them, just play let them play Madden. Or something. Yeah, yeah, let them have a Madden tournament, you know. You know, That'd team. You Lord of mercy. It'd be like team Brady against team Mahomes, you know. Man, I didn't even I didn't even watch the the skills competition because after I saw the either. highlight of damn Tyreek and uh Mike Micah Parsons running, Tyreek didn't even put his best foot forward in that race, man. He could have he could have really made it hard for Micah or really just smoked him. But we all know that Tyreek is a he he's a track he. He ran track too, man. He's a track star. running man, he from track star. There you go. Man, he from South Georgia, so I mean, I'm just so, saying. So like, he could have really put the burners on that man, like he does in pads in the real game, running past people, catching the short route, and then taking it to the house. And like Shannon Sharp says, hitting his head on the goalpost. So <laughs> yeah, man. Oh, like, yeah. Crap. Uh, I wasn't even, I, once I saw that, I was like, yeah, they ain't even, they ain't even like really competing, even in the skills challenge. So, from what I heard, they're going to try to make, try to get rid of, well, some people say get rid of the Pro Bowl game altogether and just do a whole like skills challenge the whole weekend, but still move it back to Hawaii. Because, you know, people be, you know, families and stuff be looking forward to that, going to Hawaii instead of going to damn Orlando. It after, have it at the Super Bowl. It seems like everybody in that might be going, no offense, but everybody in there might be going to Florida. So, I mean, this is so, Hawaii. Yeah, yeah, I mean, you can go to Florida anytime, man. Yeah. But Hawaii is Hawaii is, you know, off the mainland, something different, something exotic, expensive as hell. But, you know it it's is different because like, everybody and tr- everybody don't get a chance to go off the mainland shoot some people don't even get a chance to leave their little neighborhood that in their in their city so yeah right. man, taking your taking your family somewhere that they'll never go unless you was in the nfl or or somebody had some money to take them then yeah that's you know that's the thing man so but from what i heard people want you know just to get rid of the NFL players want to get rid of the Pro Bowl game because, well, retired NFL players because they've seen that as you know people ain't you know they don't even want to watch it because they're not even tackling and they're not even really playing football. They're just out there playing two hand touch. Right. And I heard. I heard also that they were trying to make it a flat They were had thoughts of making it a flag football game. I do. What? What? I do. What? Seriously? These boys out here tackling then when you come to the Pro Bowl, you got you playing flag football? Like, come on, dog. Nobody no, bruh. Ain't nobody watched the damn flag football league when it was popping, man. Yeah. So, so yeah, no, nobody, that's why they got the doggone USL, USFL uh team up. But I mean, who knows those players except for their freaking families. So yeah. So nobody. <laughs> So yeah, man, the, the Pro Bowl is just looking real, 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 real shameful, man. It's, it's looking real shameful out here. I think it hasn't been relevant since that. On that, I think it was a, it was a kickoff return, or uh, I think it was a kickoff return when that dude got, when the kicker got sloshed on the on the doggone, on, on yeah, the dog. Yeah, road, but Sean, I know, it was. It was a fake. It was a fake punt because Sean. Yeah, that's Sean Taylor came oh, yeah. okay. Uh, okay, and yeah, so and destroyed punt. that punter. Yeah, so that, that, that was probably the last time that, that has been a real – it's been a real Pro Bowl game where people getting hit. That was probably the last – that was the last hit of the, of the Pro Bowl, man. So it, it is what it is, man. I, I mean, I don't watch it – I don't – I don't I, – I have never watched a full Pro Bowl game, so I don't give a damn. I've, but, you know, people wanted to be after the Super Bowl because Shannon Sharp was saying, like, you know, when it was after the Super Bowl – when you go and you, you know you want and you the you want a super bowl everybody will be like giving you respect like congratulations on a great season the you, know, yep. you know yeah, you know and all that stuff man but they were still competing in the pro bowl because it's the best of the best so mm-hmm. you know and it was and he was just saying like it just like he said the last one last year was like well or this year it was Un, it was unwatchable. That's what that's what Shannon Sharp said. It was unwatchable. Like. He was right. At least he knew joke. that
2: there was a game, though, man. At least he knew was, what time it was and when it was playing. I honestly did not know the game was playing. Like, really, like, somebody had to remind me that they was playing the game. Like, where did they live? They were playing a fucking game? Like, what in the world? Like, you know what I'm saying? But look at it like this, too. Like, what's at state? Like, you know what I'm saying? Nobody wants to play because they're going to get hurt. Like, what? what's in the... Who wins this? I mean, besides the fans, like, you know, you're going to send your players out there, but, like, there's nothing that's going to, you know what I'm saying, that's going to benefit any of the teams that send their players out there besides them getting hurt. You know, what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, and it's usually when, like, I like the, I, I like the fact that it could be after the Super Bowl, too, because a lot of the main players are going to the Super Bowl, so they're not going to show up at the uh, home at the pro game, like, at the, uh, you know what I'm saying? They're not
0: going to show that because they're they in the some Super Bowl, stupid, so you got too. an alternative. Yeah. <laughs>
2: Yeah,
0: so yeah, like I, what's the what's the point? Honestly, you're know, yeah, gonna you see your players. Yeah, like yeah, like you said, like, like you and T said, Ronaldo, I think just for the four or five still die hard pro, pro bowl folks out there that still actually want to, you know, see a Pro Bowl game, that is one thing, you know, that I never got when they switched it up from you know having it the last, having it the week after. The Super Bowl to you know having it the week before the Super Bowl. It's like, dude, it, I know that the NFL has been, you know, it's even some proof that even Roger Goodell and the NFL front offices devalue the game. We, we know they devalue the game for years, but y'all pretty much telling the entire sports world and your fans that don't give a fuck about this game because it's, it's literally the opening act for the Super Bowl. It's opening act for the Super Bowl. So, again, why, why would anybody care, care, you know, to watch a game that, that, that we know the players aren't going to play hard? The best players aren't going to be playing because, again, they're getting ready for the Super Bowl. Super Bowl, not no damn exhibition game, you know, that, that that's masquerading as a vacation. So, again, what are we doing out here? What, what, what were we really doing, you know, move, moving the game, you know, just a week before, before you know, the, the game that everybody is really getting hyped for? Like I said, you, you can't get hyped for, like I said, I think what happened with Ronaldo is what happened with 95% of folks out there. We weren't studying the Pro Bowl because we know the Super Bowl is coming up the week after. Nobody's oh, going to a damn.
2: going give a damn about no Pro Bowl. At all though, not like, at all, like who cares, like you know, what I'm saying it's, it's only it was only cool. It's, I mean, that's not that's not also downplay the pro bowl, you know, what I'm saying the pro bowl like meaning because them getting selected as a pro bowl, you know, what I'm that should be a, 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 a big deal too. But I guess they should also mix it in with the all team, then, like, you know, you're going to select
0: who's
2: a pro bowler, the all team, the all pro team, I mean, the all team is more important because they, they really going down the path of who's the best, you know, what I'm saying, player of that whole thing, so. It should be like a mixture of all that and just have that be a, as a celebration, but not like a skill. kind. like I don't need to see you make a, a, a game out of it. Like we, we wanna see you we want to see you showcase that you're the best, but like don't put them in the game because they're not gonna show off that they're the best in it because they're not playing. They're not gonna play at all. They're not even gonna like you know they're gonna make a it's gonna make a mockery out of it to be honest with you. So
1: yeah, that's true.
0: Yeah. Absolutely, man. So yeah, so while the NFL owners are, were actually debating, debating you know the fate of the pro bowl, they also have been hashing out. You know, I don't know, I don't know if y'all heard this, man. But of course, you know, since this is the owners' meeting. They're talking about a wide, wide variety, wide variety of issues, and one of the issues is, you know, is you know one of the many things they could decide. You know, at least count votes. Or whether, or whether or not they want to get rid of one Daniel Snyder, you know, due to his improprieties with the Washington, you know, the Washington former Redskins, former football team, now current Commanders. So that's gonna be one thing to watch, though. But another thing yeah. that's actually I think is going to be real interesting. I want to get y'all guys' thoughts on though, but they actually held a held, held a you know mixer for. Mentioned for the minority cultures right before, right before the official owners' meetings began. So each team sent a delegation, I think, of two, of, of two assistants to these to these mentions, and actually get a chance, you know, to meet like other owners from from across, you know, the league. And then again, this is you know part of part of the priority. You know, they call it the. Hold on, they call it like, yeah. This is their first annual coach and front office accelerator. So I don't think it wasn't huh. just for, you know, head coaching positions, but also, you know, for general manager candidates as well. And, again, they all came from 32 teams and, and the day ahead of the owners meeting, which, again, by the way, is being held on ATL too, man. So I just wanted to definitely have that, you know, have that fact out there. So, so, so two assistants from each team have been, have been sent, you know, so they had already had this mixture and they be able to get the owners because, again, that's what we're being told now out here. We're being told that these guys are being hired because owners don't know who they are. That's what we're being told. So now they're getting out oh. there.
1: They oh, so now carry- they're getting. So now they're getting they're out carry- there. Those. So now they're getting. They're getting out there just to say for the owners to say, oh, oh hell no, nah, yeah, I know who you are now, and I can just say, I can say, yeah, yeah, to fuck you. Because I, mean, I, ca- I could call your name now. I could be like, oh, yeah, no, nah, nah, Tarif. Not, 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 not this year. Not this year, Playboy. Not, nah, not nah any other year either. Or I could be like, hey, Brandon, yeah, man, come, come on, come on down for the interview, man. We'll, we'll put you up in a hotel, you know, we'll, we'll feed your family and then be like, oh, okay, well, we just brought you in because we know you now. I mean, like, we know your name. Hey, Brandon, how you doing? And then be like, uh oh, nah. Nah, man. Just, just you know, hopefully you didn't quit your job already that you had because, yeah, we're not we're not hiring. Or we just but now they're just going to say no with your actual name attached to it instead of saying, no, we're not going to see you at all because we don't know who you are. Now we know who you are. And now we're going to be like, no, nah, no, nah, not not today, Reggie, or not today, Brandon, or not today, any goddamn body. So, I, 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 but bruh, they're gonna, you, bruh, it's gonna, okay, yeah, they know who you are, but are they gonna hire you though? Are they really gonna hire you? Because it still could be some fake ass interview where they'd be like, well, yeah, we just brought you in. And then you get that text from Bill Belichick be like, oh, hey, man, I thought you got, hey, congrats on the job. Oh, my bad, wrong motherfucking Brian. Like, come on, man, like, come on come on, man, it's gonna, bruh, bruh, that that ain't gonna change just like the, man, just like this, just like some other stuff that's going wrong in America ain't gonna change, man, that, bruh, that, they, yeah, they doing that now, oh, yeah, I see you, I know you, you coach for them, you coach, but nah, (laughs) I don't see, man, if it does give minorities a a boost in um hiring at, at at these teams it's not gonna be it's not gonna be a big hiring it's not like you're gonna see seven head coaches right now and you're gonna see and you're gonna see like it double to like 15 head coaches next season not this coming season but I'm talking about like 2023 season you you're not gonna see a uh, 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 a whole two times coaches at, at, at the head coaching spot. So I, I mean, it may do something eventually down the line, but within the next two to three years, it's not gonna it's not gonna make a big a big difference. I don't I don't see it making a big difference because that, how long the Rooney Rule been in place? Like the Rooney Rule been in place for a while at one time there was a, there was a spike in, you know, minority head coaches, but shoot, look at it now. Well, we got like two or three before, before the hirings of this past season, Yeah, we we had like two or three minority head coaches. And I'm not saying, I'm not saying just black. I'm just saying minority as like nobody that's white (laughs) head coaching. So I, I I don't, I don't, I don't see how it's going to do any any much better. I mean, it, it could do somewhat better because the owner saying, oh, we never heard of you. Okay, now you hear me, and now you can just say no to my face. So, <laughs> I mean, damn. So I, I, that's how I see it going, man. That's, I don't really see it uh doing – it's going to do something because they know you, but with the hiring process, they're still going to pick who they want to pick. I ah, yes. They, so – that, that's how I see it going.
0: Absolutely, yeah. I, I really can't argue against that team because, again, at the end of the day, there, there, there's only one person within these organizations that's going to decide to hire, and it's the guy making a billion, making billions of dollars. Yeah, it's the guy making right. billions of dollars, and and, and 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 again and again, guys, guys. I just want to ask y'all, like, about real talk. I mean, we we not know what how networking. At least in an our and in, in each of our line each of our lines of work, we understand how important net, networking is. Because I could definitely tell you right now, I wouldn't have the job that I have now if I didn't, you know, know any other person to actually, you know, to get it. In. in fact, yeah. I wouldn't be in my current career had I not, you know, known somebody, you know, who was who, who who was, you know, brave enough or at least, you know. Not brave, man, but shoot. Everybody should take a chance on Reggie James, man. That, that's how I see it. <laughs> no, oh, I'm horn, yeah. bro. Oh <laughs> yeah, yes. no too doubt, too man. your horn, my guy. Let him know. Yes, sir, ah, sir. yes, sir. But again, gracious enough to give me an opportunity, you know, to to you know, to start my career, and you know, to to be be where I currently am at from that start. So we know how important it is. It, it is in our line of work. But for somebody, but for somebody like an Eric Bionmi, who's pretty much put proof of concept on the field for like the last, you know, five seasons, did he really need to go to an event like this? Does does Eric Bionmi really need something like this, y'all? Especially oh. when he's been in, you know, no. he's been in the news, <laughs> no, for, for the past five seasons, no. The Eric but like I said, Eric Bionmi was at this event.
1: You know this man. Yeah, kind
0: of, why you need
2: a network for him? Like, what? They <laughs> know who
1: he is. That's like that's like me saying I know who the president is, but when I see him in person, be like, ah, I don't know who that guy is. Like, oh, really? this is my you first time hearing of you, sir. <laughs> How you doing? Oh, you're the president of the United States? <laughs> oh, cool. <laughs> cool, man.
0: It's more like- oh, so this is what you look
2: like, Arab enemy? Okay, cool. Nice to meet you, finally. Never man. saw you on the field when I was watching <laughs> my team play. Your team? Never saw you. out there. Heard so much about you, oh, oh, yes. so enemy. to you know.
1: Happy now Happy Juneteenth to you, sir. You got, do you need some? Do you, want, <laughs> you want some <laughs> great value? I got some. I got some plates and cups for you. Yeah. But, but not, but nah, yo, t- t- and they don't come with chains and whips. You're nah, free, bro. you're free, brother.
0: Not t- not t- not true. But, but not for real, dog. Like I said, but it, no, it's it's like the president going to a mixer to pass out his resume. It's like for real, bro? Oh, really oh,
1: though. Oh, you don't know. Oh, you don't know. Oh, so where you been? Oh, you've been. Oh, you've been remote. Oh, you've been out remote in a oh, little, remote. little tiny house. That's be that have no been remote. They've no. been remote this whole time. Oh yeah. You've been out in the desert somewhere on the top of a mountain, uh, not knowing, no cable, no no communications, just been out there chilling. Oh, okay. Okay. I understand. I mm-hmm. understand. Yeah, I'm, the, I'm, the I'm the president of the free world, but you don't know. Oh, okay.
2: Okay. 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 So they gonna They're going to run into Eric B. me like, you know what, sir? I ain't going to lie to you. I thought you was a white guy, but hey, welcome to... The- Welcome to the home. Welcome to the NFL, bro. <laughs> that that's last me.
1: name, that last name got me, man. Hey man. Uh, <laughs> hey, man. <laughs> hey, man. I ain't gonna
2: lie to you, brother. But oh, that's <laughs> you, in
1: the white guy. <laughs> <laughs> hey, brother.
0: How you doing? Good man. to see you, hey, man. man. Let's go <laughs> <golfing>. <laughs>
1: Hey, let's go golf and talk
0: about this. Oh, How you doing? How you doing, young man? You got a real yeah. hearty handshake there.
2: <laughs> How about that? Fifty cent arm.
1: Ah, uh, yeah, oh, guys. But, man, y'all stupid. back that, that, like 2003 2003, <laughs> jackass. Oh, right. uh, yes. Hey, they're going to take it back to Get Rich or Die Trying. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah.
2: Hey, man. Take, hey, take, yo. Hey, take, the, take that album name for heart, bro. Get Rich or Die Trying.
1: You know what I'm saying? Make, uh, yeah. Make, make, you do that. I got, sure I got 21 questions. I got 21 questions. And if you answer them all right, I'm still not going to hire you. <laughs> ah, yes. So it's it's Yikes. too many men out there for you to get
2: hired from, man. It's too many ah, men out
1: yes. there for not you to get hired. <laughs> too, many, too many many men. Oh yeah. So many men. Man and and you're not gonna get a job from me. Ah, ah yes. yes. Oh, Third oh, you better make some extra It'll side wankster, there, Eric. You better make some extra side money because you're not getting none from these billions. Ah uh, yes, you can't get the dollar out of me. So, ah <laughs> uh, yes, it's like um, though. You know we got someone who's trying. We got Kaepernick out here trying to make another attempt. Like, mm. I ah mean, uh, yes, we knew with Kaepernick.
0: It, it, it looks like he's like hundred try on the right.
1: dot. It's like when you gonna just it's just like man, hey man, they. I don't think I'm gonna get another job, man. I th- I should just. So he's trying to. Yeah. So, he, are we Are we, Are we? we hearing that Kaepernick has a chance to play for the Raiders? Yeah, uh, yeah. The, the, the Raiders are
0: actually going to work him out for what we're hearing. Yeah, man. They're going to be, uh, just, a, gonna just, be like
1: I, just like I said, they're going to work him out and be like, ah, man, good workout, man. Good cool workout. <laughs> but, you know, <laughs> we, we'll we ain't call got. You. It. <laughs> we, yeah, we'll never call you. I mean, we'll yeah, call, okay. call you. We'll call you. Don't we'll
0: call, call us, you. we'll
1: call you. Oh, uh, yes. <laughs> <Don't>. <laughs> and, and if you pick up that phone to call us, fuck you. There's no way yeah. you to get a job. Because what we do, you're not listening, son. You're not listening. We told you. Uh, <laughs> we not yes. <gotta> call you. <laughs> Don't pick up that phone to call us. Okay? Don't Look, ask man, us. No questions could,
2: when you see it, us in the it streets, definitely be a, um, it can definitely be a ploy uh, a just to get those um, numbers up for the Raiders. Because, you know, of course, Captain got those he got those dedicated set of people that's ready to go and ready to get that jersey, no matter what team he's on. And being that he um recently on, um, I think it was on the I Am Athlete podcast, we were talking about he's he's down for playing as a backup just to at least show that he can still play.
1: Yeah, yeah hey, It's he's still it,
2: it's 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 still a possibility. It's still a possibility. It can work because I see it like this, man. Look, Woo. the um the backup quarterback to Derek Carr is Nick Mullins. I know he's trash because he played for us. Big His name, yeah. last name is Moses too. Name, last name Moses too. So, yeah. The name Definitely. Man. And and Jerry Stidham.
1: Like you know, like. Right. Come on, man. Yeah. Look. Jared, who? It's that Stidham. man from Auburn. Well, you yeah. need to go to They need both of them need to go to USFL or wherever To is catching passes at. Man, that's where they need to be playing. Man, it's get football, them a, get them a chance to actually get on Johnny the field. Football. They, oh, might to, to they might have to they might have to change they might have to change their position like Tebow did, but at least a chance to get on the field, that's where they need to go oh, yeah. But but Captain definitely have a backup yo, spot for them. That's exactly that's exactly
2: my point to read by. I'll say it like that. Look, even if he do try. I know he's better than Nick Mullins there so I'm like, come on, man! Like, it's gonna also kind of show into like, if he doesn't get like a, you know what I'm saying, like a contract of a back type of mm-hmm. player after the workout, then he really knows something going on. Because i will be damned if they're gonna say, nah, Nick Mullins is a little bit better than you, so we're gonna go really, like,
1: <laughs> really, really, really Nick Mullins.
2: But come on, did, bro!
1: Did 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 Kaepernick not play in a Super Bowl? Did Come he, on, he, bro! Did he not play? Did, was he not a starting quarterback in a Super Bowl? Like 2012, no. wasn't it? No, it, it don't matter what year it was. I mean, was it, like I mean, it does kind of matter what year it was because he can not be old as hell trying to trying to do some shit. But the guy still can. He still can play, man. He didn't show it on on so many workouts that he still, you know, he still can play, man. But. Right. He's he's way better than the people he, he, he just named. Warrior, he's like yeah. he has to be a workout. A workout warrior.
0: But I mean, he, look, he, man,
1: he can play better than them, man. Come on, like seriously. It's just gonna
2: be it's gonna be interesting for another reason because like not um then him and um Derek Carr used to go against each other when he was in college the uh, Nevada and all uh, what you call it. Then they used to like play against each other. Or did used, at
1: Bo- no that was um uh, um Kellen Kellen Moore at Boys' State. Okay. Yeah, right. yeah, because because uh, Carr went to Fresno State. Yeah, okay. Yeah, I mean, Carr yeah. was at Fresno I, State. Yeah, cause, yeah, because I'm trying to wonder, man
0: did 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 Nevada, is, is Nevada and Fresno in the same? I want to say they are. Are they in the same conference? They I don't might, remember.
1: I think they are. I don't remember. Oh, For some I, yeah, I felt like they. they I feel like they they, had are. They on in, in their recent years. Or were they? Were they in the same conference? When they were playing at the colleges, are are they in the same conference now? Like, I mean, you, I mean, you've seen the shakeup. I mean, shit, we got Missouri and yeah. fucking SEC now. So
2: yeah, yeah, this is this is this is pre on um, this is pre end game blue, right? So I mean, <laughs> I some reason-
0: yeah.
1: yeah, 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 still
0: easily looked up. <laughs> there ain't nothing. Yeah, I yeah, am yeah. but, but I will say this though, man. But to your point, Ronaldo, I think one of the thing again that, that I that I listen to you know sports radio coming from work I think one of the one of the more interesting aspects of it is, you know if there was a team and I'm actually surprised that they weren't one of the ones who Jason Tatum's is lining them up right now just to, as a sidebar <laughs> but if, if there was a team that was ever I I don't thought and I was actually surprised that you know they didn't they weren't one of the ones who actually showed more serious interest at the time but when but when you know, it would be the Raiders of all teams would be again. Doesn't it sound right that the Raiders, of all teams, would be the ones you know to give to give Kaepernick you know his his second chance in the league? Because again, that's what the Raiders were built on. They Were built on giving all all sorts of guys you know not just you know because they were the bad boys in the NFL. They were the bad boys because they 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 were giving some some crazy behind motherfuckers you know. Second chance, our chances, you know, to, to <laughs> we have we, we have their image, man. I mean, shoot, I, I, I know that we all remember that man, that man you know, said that Roman, Nick Romanowski out here,
1: Bill Romanowski,
0: Bill, yeah, yeah, man. But yeah, crazy, crazy as the hail,
2: no. And they let it was basically almost, um, the Raiders was basically almost a penitentiary team, uh, that team that you saw on the um. Uh, What's that movie with Adam Sandler when he was going to get Stone Cold? Longest Yard? Longest Yard. It was on on some Longest Yard type stuff for for, a good minute, too. Man,
0: there was a black hole, all right.
2: (laughs) So, you know what I'm saying? But in the end result, look, I'll say it like this, right? So, let's let's go hypothetical. Cat goes in, he gets the backup job outplay Derek Carr man so you know what I'm saying what it would be cool if, if he do get outplayed Derek Carr Derek Carr might not you know what I'm saying do what he do he gets into where he could start and what's going to happen is on New Year's Day when the 49ers play the Las Vegas Raiders <laughs> your boys going <wanna> to be there <laughs> to see Kaepernick against Trayvon. So I, I would love to see that that would be fucking glorious to see something like that that would be crazy <laughs>
0: That, that that is a not, nice dream, Ronaldo. But uh but yeah. welcome back to Earth yeah. Bro. yeah, tell
1: him hey man, tell him to wake up, man. Knock on this,
0: <laughs> knock look, on his door. Somebody to... go
1: ride by his house, man, and knock on his door. And tell him to get up out the goddamn goddamn dreams, man. Jesus Christ. Head in the glass. Hey, welcome back, hey. yo, Ronaldo. Welcome back to Earth 616, man. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> welcome hey, back,
0: man.
1: Welcome look, back man. like nice, man, for sure.
2: Hey. I'm just hey, I'm just I'm just putting it on for my team, man. I feel like the Niners would be it'd be a, it'd be a perfect it'd be a perfect game to watch because it's already set up to where they're playing on New Year's Day. So you know my ass will be in Vegas for New Year's Eve with my boys. So shit, <laughs> it will be a beautiful it'd be a it be a beautiful game. That's
0: all. Me hey bro, hey man, hey hey, training might even might even be might not even be started that day still, man, because it seems like again depending on hey man, for what are you <laughs> looking at, young boys. Oh, get, let this man take the reins now. That's what I'm hearing. That's what hey, what I'm and hearing
2: he's brother. looking incredible. He's looking incredible, man. I'm glad that they finally, finally, finally got with the program, got with reality. Jimmy will be gone. Jimmy Vincent Garoppolo will be gone. He will be gone. The coach Shanahan said in his presser, Jimmy will be traded when he gets healthy. That's all I need. All these stories gonna come out here and there. I'm not even worried about it because Coach Shanahan said when Jimmy <laughs> gets healthy, he will be traded. So boom. It's it's Trey Lance time now, baby. It's Trey <laughs> That's all I'm about to say, man. Because I'm glad we was able to translate into this man. No. I, can get into a, I can get into my rant about my 49. Yeah, it, man, yeah, man.
1: yeah. it's time. It's time. <laughs> that's, that's not all you had to say. I don't know why you said that, but yeah, go ahead and <laughs> get, get popping, man. That's not all so, you say. Go ahead, and go, man. You got I'm it. ready for you, man. The listeners Look, man. are ready. Let's
2: go. Look, man, I would tell you right now as a 49ers fan, as a San Francisco 49ers fan. This has been the weirdest and the wildest and the craziest offseason that we have seen in a long, ass time. I don't know what's been going on or what's been in the water out in Santa Clara but every time I'm looking at my news feed it's something going on with my boys man and it's crazy like we got folks wanting to trade we got Debo don't want to be there Jimmy Vincent Garoppolo is still there for whatever reason I, I'm like you know what I'm saying? just and today and we're going to get into it as, as the pen of the week we have we have reporters going off on players and players going back at the reporters you know what I'm saying trying because yeah, but we have folks that's not believing in that the team is good enough still. So it's like this is this is it's wild the way the noise has been made with the Niners more so than any other of offseason. The only other offseason I've seen that was more crazy than this was when we had Jim Thompson and everybody loved as soon as he came down the damn um, head coach for the football team. Like that mass exit when when. Patrick Willis and Chris Boylan and everybody retired. Justin Smith retired. I'm like, oh shit, what's going to happen? So you know, it it was it was so weird, man. It's just interesting just to see how everybody's kind of the noise is being made with them with them cats, like with Debo. And here's another thing: Coach Shannon said, "Hey, I expect Debo to be here in mandatory private, So deal will be worked out. Something's going to happen. Debo's not going nowhere. So yeah, kill that noise too."
1: He just try make make, trying to make some. He just trying make some extra money, you know. It's yeah. weird
2: because, like I said, it's a new, it's a new age, and you know, of course, players want to, you know, players got the voice, man. They want to make concerns be heard. Cool, but that's not how the Niners work. The Niners make their deals after the training camp, once the the new, you know, after the year start, and once we get rid of them, Jimmy Garoppolo, so it'll be all right, man. He's gonna be good to go. What's gonna happen with it, man? But I'm just, I'm just, it's just interesting to see how the noise. Is being louder than it's always, well, louder than it's supposed to be. And it shouldn't even be that loud in the first place because we, all we're doing right now is getting everything ready and getting the thing, getting the team ready for Trey Lance. Because I'm really, really, really excited to see him actually getting this official start. And a lot of folks that uh, are bringing up noise saying that Trey Lance ain't ready, man, like, look. What well, was also kind of cool too is that when he had his pressure yesterday, when he talked to the press, he was explaining to folks that he actually broke his finger in the preseason game against the Raiders. And that thing didn't heal until like towards the end of the year. And from what I heard, he was getting ready to be the starter last year. They were going to sit Jimmy down. He was getting ready to be the starter, but he just unfortunately broke his finger. That set him back. So they just had to start Jimmy just to start Jimmy. Jimmy just so happened to be in the, I guess, the little, had a little role going and he got the wins going. They just stuck with it. He's like, all right, cool. We'll just put, We'll put Trey on the back burner for now and start it back again next year. And this is next year, and he's really filled up. And he's talking like a uh, quarterback number one. He's looking like a quarterback number one to me. So I'm ready for him to show the fuck out. And that's going to be on some real turf. That's going to be some real deal Holyfield right there. Yes, what's
1: up, man? Uh-huh. But we do got to talk about your boy, uh uh-uh. What Ken Javon Kinlaw, yeah, yeah, man. Which is our pinheader. Yeah, man.
2: Yeah. <laughs> See, that's how crazy the Duran had to be, man, because these yeah. guys made man, actually, noise yesterday. You, you
0: know what? We might need to make this pen a little bit more nuanced, man. I think I, I, I want to go to what Ronaldo said that the reporter ultimately should, you know, probably bear more of the pinhead in this, but both definitely didn't yes. look good. Javon Ken yes. still didn't look good at the end of the day, though, man. At the end of the now, day, it's still... It wasn't a good look, but yeah, but 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 again, though, but but again, since we do have our our resident 49ers expert here, man, like I said I definitely want Ronaldo to, to explain this more to our good listeners, though. And, for sure. and I definitely will chime in on my thoughts after after he though breaks it down for us
2: for sure, man. Yeah, so he definitely like I feel like here kind of be equally shared. well, more so on the reporting than Law, and the reporting in question is one Grant Cohn. I know folks out there really know who that is. He is a beat writer for the 49ers. He's more so um, grown over the last two years because of the pandemic into his own like content um mm-hmm. content host for the 49ers. You know, um, his dad used to write for the 49ers too so that's how he kind of got his clout. And so for 49ers fans to understand who Grant Cohen is, y'all kind of know what the deal is, but Grant Cohen is kind of like a a shop job of sorts. Because what he does for content, and content makes money, we, we all podcast this year, we, you know, that we host hosting the show, we try to figure out what content is. Content is where it drives the, drives the, the money whatnot. But his main spiel is when he, he, he makes criticism about the players on the team. He really kind of breaks down nothing but the negatives. He kind of uh, uh, bring out a, a fact that one player is really not as good as what folks be thinking. And that can kind of but hurt some people. It really do hurt the players because like basically he'll name a lot of the negatives and what he feel like uh the the wrong direction at the 49ers that the organization is going. He puts the blame on Shanahan and and John Lynch, our General Manager and just the players being where they at. The reason why we lost uh uh the NFC Championship was because of how uh, negative plays that's been going on with players. In case the point, he did one, he did a lot of uh, talking about Lott, who was our number 13 pick from um, three years ago when we traded off the forest buttoner, we needed to get that first round pick, and we just pretty much picked his replacement. And one of the biggest flaws that he had was he had a degenerative knee, a degenerative knee um, injury coming into the, the draft. And a lot of folks saw that as red flags. And he's basically because of that, you know, he hasn't been really performing as a first round pick up until now, because he's been injured last year. He hasn't really played that much of the year. He um, got drafted because of the injury again, so basically he's not showing up as a first round pick. And you know, Grant Cohen kind of went in on him because of that, like just letting him know, like he's a bust. Feels like he's not really worth that pay than what he was. And I'm let me go into the story with Javon Kenlock, man. Javon Kenlock's coming from hard times, right? But Javon Kenlock came from a very poverty stricken family where he was homeless at one point. He was going next door to his neighbors getting water, boiling it to take take baths in, and really just fighting his way, trying to make a chance against the league, and he defeated all the odds that made it to the league after, you know saying, transferring to South Carolina and getting drafted by the Niners. But seeing that Grant Cohen kind of was breaking him down, like saying he wasn't that number one pick that, that another first-round pick that the 49ers was really hoping them to be out, there, kind of um, set Javon Kimmel off in the wrong type of way, so, you know, well, it really happened that, and it, that media pro day. <laughs> he showed up and talked to Grant Cohen about how all that shit talk that he had against, against him. Basically, coming up to him, because, okay, and you also put in a perspective of the size of this. Javon came was like six foot three, six foot something, six foot two. And I want to say Grant Cohen's five left. Javon Kimmel 300-something pounds. And then...
0: Yeah, I I'm about say... Hey, correct, correct, correction Ronaldo. What I read is uh, he was 6'53. He's 6'53 20. Okay, see so yeah, you know what I'm saying? Give you, give
2: you 20 pounds and a couple couple of inches against a 5'11, two something, yeah, two-something guy. So imagine that guy come up to you, you know what I'm saying? After you talking all this shit about him, coming up to you like, you know, hey, I hear you, I hear you talking all that nice little trash. I see what you're doing right there. Flipping his hat off in front of him put his chest in front of him, you know, kind of give him a nice little scare to him and talk some really mean, mean, green cash to him. All that would say that he went online and said, hey, Ken Kenla today went crazy. Y'all flip my hat on and call me a sucker ass, suck, a bitch, something like that, like a sucker ass bitch. And boom, he invited Kenla to get on um, his content show to, um, to, to talk. And just to say the least, that, that conversation didn't go too well, right? You
0: know
2: what I'm saying? The conversation didn't go too well at all, enough to make noise. Right. going back and forth with each other. Well, basically, it was Javon called going back to him because, you know, he's trying to find out why, why in the hell you're going to talk all this, this cash shit about me, and you got nothing to back it up for. It ended up being a really, really big, big argument to where Javon Kenlock was like, hey, I'm tired of you talking that shit. You don't know me like that. I got family that know you. Look out for yourself. Boom. Grant Cohen kind of oh you kind <laughs> you threatening me. Okay, that's that's some crazy its right there. So boom. So, it's uh it really broke down to a, a, a crazy like a, a talk against each other. But what it really really showed itself to be is just it highlighted to the world what Grant mm-hmm. Cohen really is to the Niners and just how he is as a shot dog. But on the other end with Jabon Kinlaw, he really didn't kind of take that the interview too well because he kind of utilized his same background from where he came from to still talk that he talked to other people that come up against him. You know, going to have that poor person that's going to have, you know, talk like that. And the words just didn't, didn't come too well against Grant man. So they both went back and forth parkour. And it just ended really crazy. It got news attention. It got national attention, actually. So that was interesting. Yeah,
1: same like dude, he got like, he got real hood, bruh. <laughs> when it was hood. He got I'm talking down
2: hood. Like, damn. It's like, he got hood hood. So, yeah. you know what I'm saying? I'm like, okay. But what what was like, it was just interesting because like the fact that, you know, he was saying all this stuff. He did, and he got on, he got on the video with his 49ers shirt on. So, he represent, he's representing the 49ers organization. You're a multi-millionaire player. you represent representing the professional organization organization Why well, have fought against ken law because of that you were doing that in the representation of the 49ers like you was doing that hood talk you was talking against them you was letting them know what the deal is you was being yourself you being the person that was that felt like that opportunity that you had got that you had fought the odds to get. you you felt like it was getting taken away because he was basically telling you that he was a bust that you shouldn't have been the first round pick and I understand that coming from a person like that. Like, I understand, like, you're trying to rip that away. You're not going to do that. So, of course, he's going to act like he's going to act. But he just did it in the wrong way. Because, you know, it's like, I feel like it was more a professional way of him um, explaining his situation to Grant Cohen. But Grant Cohen, on the other hand, was instigating the hell out of it, going back and forth with him, kind of getting him even more and more hype, getting him more hot. Like, you know
0: what I'm saying? He's just forcing him to be able to he put him no. in that situation where he said it. Now, now that's the thing I didn't appreciate, man. Like you said, he again. If you, if you, if you coming from this stock of you know real journalism that you know your father and this generation represented, if you are supposed to be coming from that, but yet yeah, here you are, like you said, trying to you know be trying to again t- trying to be you know a great value, you know Jim Rome again. I'll sh- 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 be great value, man. Got to keep, keep great value, you know thing. Got to keep, keep great Even value thing going out right? here, man. Them all, so, them all, so actually, if, if that's your, yeah, if that's if that's your stick, then again, don't be surprised when other players, you know, come come at, come at you, you know, and in in, in, in a certain type of way, man. Again, ask Jim Rome what happened when he came at Chris Everett, crazy.
1: Ask Jim <laughs> Rome what happened after that.
0: So again, there's consequences to this, but at the same time, there's consequences for him as well. Like you said, you're representing the Forty organization. <laughs>
2: that was the biggest thing, man. That was the biggest Let's thing. Do like, and I and you, stud, you, what you, you doing? But
0: it, exactly. that's the other you thing too. You took the, the bait, bait and then you can't do because you will never, ever, you are never ever going to be right again. You're six five three, six five 20 pounds, scary man. You are not going to be in the right. Nobody's going to look at you as being in the right if you took the bait. And unfortunately, that's what happened with this cat. You took the bait, man.
2: Exactly. And it's a win-win for, for Grant Cohen because the way he sees it, is like say Jabari Kenlaw do, and I hope he does have a good-ass year, and I hope he you know show off the work that he was as the pick, the first-round pick, it's going to be like Grant to be like, well, I motivated him, you know what I'm saying, good. And uh, that's what I was trying to do. If he doesn't show up, Grant will be like, well, I told y'all, he's not really that good. He was a bust. And then so it was a lose – he was in the lose-lose and the win-win for Grant, which was like, you know – you should never get, you should never catch yourself into that conversation and again, what he had going on professionally, you shouldn't even have to worry about what you did on your end could have got yourself cut from the team, your shit gone, got not you know then your opportunity gone and he's still thriving whereas you are not so like, it's like it was I understand what he wanted to do to get it off his chest, but he just went about it the wrong way like it could have been more of a professional thing but I mean as an update to it, Grant did come on his arm um, show later on that day and um commented that he and Javon Kill got in the room together. It was um, it was John Lynch's room. John Lynch kind of made the um made the, made the move happen. They they hashed it out, they shook hands, and they ended the beat, the squash the beat. You know what I'm saying? That could be, you know, that was a safe face for both ends. I feel like it was more so a safe face for the organization, more so than the the squash to beef each other because that thing got out as a national news. It was on TMZ. 49 don't need to be hearing all that right now. They don't need to be hearing that a player was threatening, a reporter um, saying his family's going to take him out. And, and, and God, you know what I'm saying, God forgive. Like, what if Brent Cohen get hurt the next day? Or, you know what I'm saying, something happened to him. Who they going to be looking at? Javon came around his family because he just said on the, damn, on the damn TV, on the show, that yeah, look out, my family knows what he looked like. So, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's not a good look. It wasn't a good look at all. So... But hey, for them to be doing stuff like that, for them to play the, the cat mouth like that, it is going to be pinheads for that. And that's my take.
1: Ah, yes. Well said, man. Well said. Oh, looks like we had a good show, man. Uh, guys, gotten the shout out before we wrap this thing up. Man, it was it was pretty
2: good to be able to get my little mini ran right off of the night. Oh, yeah. With, you know, yeah. was but okay. I, I had to lay it straight out to our listeners, our great listeners that on on the first round is, that's in that's listening to all the podcasts, methods Spotify, Apple, but not Pandora. But you know, I'm glad I was able to get the, the folks that are all 49ers fans get to hear some, you know, hear some 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 good news. I feel like this to some good news coming in from the board. So shout out to all the listeners, of course, um, listening to the podcast as always. Shout out to everybody that's in the Facebook group, of course, as well doing everything. And of course, shout out to the to the first round of screw, man, B. Willingham, Reggie Barrill, Corporal Rivers. You know what I'm saying? We here. I'm glad we got the 63 out of the way. That's dope. So that's a big, big shout out to that. And definitely big shout out to We Own the City. I love this show. This show is so awesome on HBO Max. Please go out and watch it. It is the the it's the similar similar seminal uh cousin to the wire. And it's just so good. Like I just need to watch it, just to watch it. Just if you love the wire, or you just love some crazy ass bat shit, police going bad in Baltimore. Watch the show. We own the city.
0: Sergeant Wayne Jenkins, just, that's just, that's <laughs> I mean, y'all. That's Sergeant Wayne Ryan Jenkins. Jenkins. <coughs> hey, get, get to know Wayne Jenkins, y'all. Get to know Wayne Jenkins, and you gonna love. Get, like, well. get to know Wayne Jenkins, man. But um. But, but, yeah, man, like I said, I I don't want to transition transition like this, though, man. But, but you know, but like we did last time, man, like I said, when when, when real stuff happens man. sometimes, there's some things that are bigger than the game, man. And shout out to Steve Kerr for reminding us of that last night, man. That man at the shoot-around press conference, he said, we ain't talking about basketball. We just going to talk about the fact that, you know, not, not 19 kids needlessly lost their lives for no reason. No fucking for, no, for for no reason whatsoever. And like I said, man, probably just, just a moment of complete, you know, clarity. And I promise to y'all, man, I'm, I'm not going to take up too much of y'all's time, man. But I just want to say this, though. Like I said, I've done the main issues, you know, one of the main issues I've had about, you know, bringing kids through this world, besides the fact that they stink, they stink (laughs) and they stink. it's it's just the fact, you know, I don't know how I could be able to handle the fact that, you know, I could actually send any of my kids off to an elementary school and not expect to have them back, you know, that that afternoon and just to hear this and knowing that, like I said, I, I, and knowing that, you know, because shit's so fucked up in this country that we doubt shit's gonna, you know, happen. And oh yeah, by the way, for y'all who, who don't want who don't want to hear this man, you can always just skip this part and and also do us a favor. Don't 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 you know don't subscribe to us either, man. If y'all don't want to, you know li- don't want to listen to this man because again, like I said, man. the... the, the the time kind of condolences and and prayers and, and insincere, prayers, insincere mouths is, is done. This ain't right.
2: For real. For real. This We're ain't right. You're tired of it now, man. What? That's not going to do anything.
0: This ain't right. There is no amount of money that the NRA could put in your pocket to justify still keeping this bullshit from, from you know, happening. It ain't right. And, and this is from and this is from gun this is from gun owner. I'm not I'm not gonna ever advocate about you know not not, not you know being for gun gun ownership. But if you think the if you think the status quo is happening then again then then then, then you're part of the fucking problem. And I, I just want you to know again, man, just just take take a look look take a look in the mirror because this. Again, if 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 you're the one who still thinks this is right, maybe you you're the one who needs to move out of the country, not the ones who actually want to live live in a civilized society. But that's all I just gotta say about that, man. I mean, my, my my thoughts, like I said, there's 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 nothing I can say to to give to, to give those people, you know, com- com- comfort at this time, man. But there's still gonna be my still gonna be in my thoughts and my prayers, and again. The best thing we could just do, man. If we really want to honor their memory, get some shit done. Lip service is over. It's time to realize that. It's time to realize that people shouldn't be living this fucking way. And, and, and again, just shout out to Steve Kerr for for for, for just reminding us of that, man. But like I said, I got that heavy stuff out the way, man, I, I'm always I'm always glad to see. To see you know you you guys man, it's a highlight like to talk about you know these good these good you know sports man. And it's always great you know to see you be to see you King Leon. This is uh, my my brother from another mother Tarif, Tarif A.K.A. Corporate Rivers? Y'all are my boys man. Like I said man, just a, a, every day man. Like I said I definitely I love y'all boys man. Oh yeah, I love y'all boys.
1: Yeah, me too man.
0: And yeah, I said it, man. And oh, oh, man. of course, shout All out right. shout out to our listeners who said we love y'all as well because again, y'all been rocking with us for the longest, man. And 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 in an appreciation, man. Just let us know what y'all think of the show, man. And anything, you know, good good, bad, or indifferent, man. We take everything and we're always going to try to create the best show out of it, man. So shout out to y'all as well. Yes, yes. Howdy,
1: howdy, ho, man. I uh I will co-sign with my my brother from another reg- brother from another mother Reggie on what he said about the craziness that is going on in the uh, the good old United States of America. Um, but hey man, once again, shout out to Young B Willingham, Father Willingham in the building. Woo woo. Uh, yes, the founder of this great podcast. Shout out to. King Leon. Uh, yes. if I do see one of them grown kids from the boys and girls club that we used to rock at, I still give them one of these uh one of these good old Dave Chappelle slaps, five fingers straight to the face. If you out there if you the if, cool. if if they're out there acting reckless, I'm still gonna Giving the palms, palms down. And uh, for sure, for, shout out to my boy, The Real Reggie. Once again, big dog, man. See y'all boys. See y'all boys this summer, man. Hope everybody's in place this summer when I come marching through. Um, but, yeah, just just happy to be on a podcast, man. And uh, thank thankful for the listeners. Hey, y'all catch us everywhere Set for Pandora. And y'all listen to us, let us know what's going on, let us know how like the show, let us know if, you know, we could try to get some, uh, some people on for this year, still early, early in the year, and we can still get some people on that, uh, you know, because I'm ready to pop these interview skills out for show. But, uh, <laughs> have a good night, man, we're gonna get it popping real soon, man, we, we got some big things popping up real soon. But uh, thanks for thanks for tuning in and y'all have a good evening. Ah uh, yes, yes, yes. Well said, bro. So I ain't gonna do a shout out. I'm just gonna do. I'm gonna just do like a moment of silence for these people, for the for those on innocent children and the teachers they got that was bomb um, that was killed in that shooting yesterday. So I'm just gonna end with a moment of silence. And thank you guys for listening. and Thank you, guys, listeners, for listening too. So moment of silence. Meditate, sell the things that I cannot change
0: Like I never sell my ass or my soul for fame I'm so player, pimp
1: tight, real kosher, I'm devil near Don't need no deal or exposure for the nation.